0: Listener supported. WNYC Studios.
1: I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, July 28th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every week, is the New York Times' David Sanger. Good morning, David. Morning, Carrie. David, with this broadcast of the Washington Report, you have some bittersweet news for our listeners.
0: I do, Carrie.
1: Um, After a remarkable
0: 67-year-long run, The Washington Report is going to go into retirement. I'll still be here. I'm writing for The Times and doing periodic analysis on our sister station, WNYC. But this Monday morning moment to discuss world events I think will end today. You know, I've been privileged to be its main voice for many years now, but its history is a pretty remarkable one. It began one evening in 1947 as a -a once-a-week broadcast out of the Times-Washington Bureau. And the first one was done by Arthur Kroc, who was a giant on the stage of Washington journalism from the 1920s through the 60s and famously a friend, some historians have said too good a friend, of of Joe Kennedy, the president's father. Uh, But over the years, many other times, journalists have come aboard. At its peak, it ran every weekday morning. And when I started contributing more than 15 years ago, the legendary R.W. Apple, Johnny Apple to all of us who knew him and his passions for politics and food, was the gravelly the, the voice of the report for uh, uh, two times a week. Johnny passed away several years ago, as did Robin Toner, who brought her incredible understanding of health care and social issues to the airwaves. But they were just two of journalism's best who gave the Washington Report such a, a long run.
1: Now, for you, David, there's a particular connection to WQXR.
0: There is, Kerry. Uh, My grandfather, Elliot Sanger Sr., was the co-founder of the station in the 1930s when it was just a a tiny experimental broadcast from an antenna in Long Island City. And uh, it became one of the first classical stations in the country. He and his broadcasting partner, uh, John Hogan, who had tinkered with FM broadcasting technology, sold the station to the New York Times in 1944, And I think at that time it was the biggest electronic media purchase uh, in history. Uh, Elliot uh, stayed on for more than 20 years as president of the station. He was the one who started using Times journalists on the broadcast, figuring that a sophisticated musical audience wanted some sophisticated news as well. But there were other family members who were uh, in the enterprise. My grandmother, Eleanor Sanger, showed up to help at the station one day, and she stayed for decades as the program director. Uh, And one of her sons, Elliot Jr., produced a legendary program called Insight that brought Times foreign correspondents on the air. And then my dad, Ken Sanger, who's now in his 90s and still a QXR listener, spent some of his youth timing recordings. And one of my earliest memories is uh, sitting in the old Times uh, studios half a century ago, unrolling news reports that whooshed into the broadcast booth in a pneumatic tube from the Times newsroom downstairs. And that seemed pretty high tech to a five-year-old.
1: I bet. Any last thoughts about the Washington report? Well, Kerry, for
0: those who worry perpetually about the state of American journalism these days, I'd say relax a little. We now have access to far more news and far more analysis and far more video than we ever have in history. And that doesn't mean we don't have problems. Quantity often trumps quality. Urgency oftentimes gets in the way of understanding. No one's figured out the magic formula for making digital journalism steadily profitable. But we have a lot more chances to explore and explain the world than we did when I was opening those pneumatic tubes in the old Times headquarters. And we do it at a depth that never could have been imagined then. So I hope to continue to do that kind of reporting and analysis for years to come. And my thanks go out particularly to my friend, Laura Walker, the president of New York Public Radio, who really saved WQXR at a moment when its future was deeply in doubt. And my thanks to you, too, Kerry, for being such a great interlocutor in these past few years and to all of your uh, fellow uh, colleagues at WQXR who've made the broadcast possible.
1: It was our pleasure, David, and thank you. Thank you. The New York Times' David Sanger. I'm Carrie Nolan, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM, WQXR.